Art is too important not to share. Welcome to the Allie and Callie Artcast. Hi, I'm Allie. And I'm Callie, and we're with the Coeur d'Alene Arts and Culture Alliance. Yes, Hello. We are. I almost choked on my cough drop. And we're back at Toad Hall. Toad Hall, which is the Hamilton studio mm-hmm. in Spokane. We'd yeah. like to thank Dan. Don Hamilton. Don Hamilton, which makes mm-hmm. sense. The right. Hamilton. The yeah. Hamilton. I got it. Yeah. Hamilton Studio. <laughs> Thank you Hamilton. so much. This is a great place. I know. This is a really fun space. It feels very professional. Yeah. I guess it used to be St. Joseph School Auditorium and Gym. Right. And there's a stage up there and there's double doors on the stage, which looks like an office. And I really want that office. That's a very cool office. It's a yeah. very cool office. Yeah. This is a great building. So check it out. Yeah. Guess what today is? Um, I don't know. What is today? Today is my grandson Hendrix's first birthday. Henry. Henry. (laughs) Henry. (laughs) Happy birthday. I know. He's such a cutie. I can't believe. Almost walking. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's, and he's He's, busy. He's a cutie pie. But he is the happiest baby. He smiles all the time. I love it. Well, until he doesn't. Yeah. But that usually That's means normal. he needs a nap. Or, he's tired. Yeah. Yeah. But, oh, man, uh, he's cute. He is a cutie pie. So, yeah. congratulations, Thank Grandma. You. Yeah, the kids kept him alive for a year. That's, That's good. That's good. Yeah. Well, <laughs> thankfully. Thank right. you, Chloe and Brian. <laughs> Byron. Byron. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's a good right. thing. And tomorrow is the big party. And tomorrow is the big party. Yeah. There yeah. we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I don't have any grandchildren. No, you Not don't. yet. But my but kids. you have a grand puppy. I have a grand puppy, and he is adorable, Milo. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's full of energy. And mm-hmm. uh, I have a grand kitty uh, named Phoebe. Phoebe Ooh. the cat. Phoebe the cat. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, we're starting baby steps. Yeah. I've got some uh, great um, girlfriends and boyfriends of my children. Mm-hmm. Love them both. And, um, yeah. So life is good. One day. One day, someday, I'll have a grandbaby. Yeah, you will. There's no pressure, no hurry. I'm all for live your life. That's right. So just let it happen in the near future. While I'm still alive. While you're still alive. There you That's go. the best Thank you very part. much. That's the best. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. anyway. Uh, well, well we, I'm very excited that we have someone here from the MAC. Yes. Kayla Tackett, who is the, let's see, she's the Director of Ex- Exhibitions and Collections at the Northwest Museum of Arts and Culture, hence the, the MAC, Mac, which is... Uh, Amazing. Hello. Hi. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you, you for being here, Kayla. <laughs> very excited to have you here. So how long have you been with the Mac? Oh, a very long time. Well, since mid-December 2021. Oh. <laughs> it seems like ages in COVID right. years, right? Right. It does. It does. <laughs> it seems kind of like kind of a long time, but uh, not really. So uh, I, I joke when, with people and say, you know, if, if it sounds like I don't know what I'm talking about, it's because I don't. <laughs> if I don't know the answer to something, it's because I, I haven't been here very long. <laughs> oh. Well, tell us about yourself then. Yeah. Where yeah. are you from originally? So originally I'm from Carp, Indiana. Okay. Carp, Indiana. Carp. Yeah. It's a, it's a tiny um, 
village. It doesn't actually, um, it has two signs as you pass by it on the highway. Mm -hmm. And, um, but my mailing address growing up was in Spencer, which was like a 13 minute drive away. So (laughs) So I grew up in a small town in Indiana, um, kind of about like a 20 to 30 minute drive to Bloomington, Indiana, which is where Indiana University is. Yeah, (laughs) of course, of course. So I grew up much closer to, um, to that area of Mm -hmm. Indiana. Mm -hmm. Um, But for, before I came to the Mac, I was working at the Indianapolis Museum of Art, um, um, slash new fields. Um, And so I worked in Indianapolis and actually even when I left Indiana, I was still living closer to, um, to Bloomington because mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. where my family was and mm-hmm. where my husband's job was. And, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, that's, that's where I'm wow. from. Well, what brought you out here? Um, this really great job opportunity. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it was a really great opportunity and, um, of course it's gorgeous out here mm-hmm. and um, when I came out here it was it was pretty incredible and obviously it had to be pretty incredible for me to move uh, myself and my family all the way across the country right, right. yeah and your husband followed you here yes. that's pretty yes. cool yes. And my daughter that. my husband Brant and my daughter Elodie and mm-hmm. um, we have two cats we have Stripes and Bobsy my daughter will be thrilled that I, I name dropped them <laughs> <laughs> she, she and the cats both get a get a shout out here that's Yay! <laughs> as two cats are walking yes, by us, two right cats here. are wandering around here and sitting on notes. And <laughs> <laughs> Everyone should have studio cats. That's right. <laughs> so, did you get um, what made you decide to decide to go into curating art? How did that come about? Because <laughs> yeah. that's not you know not. I don't think I've known many people that have. Did you get a degree in it? I did. So I'm not actually a curator. I have to be very careful because okay. my oh. colleagues who are curators know that oh, I'm not okay. a curator. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> but um, so my job is actually more like project management for the arts. Okay. So I got started with art museums in college um, or in kind of the art world. When I started college, I went to DePaul University in Greencastle, Indiana. And mm-hmm. when I started there, I thought, I'm going to be a teacher. And so mm-hmm. I took um you know, classes. I was an English major and I thought I'm going to be a teacher. So I was taking um, teacher prep courses. And then I heard about this program called, um, what was it called? Honor Scholars. And it was an interdisciplinary program where you could take these really interesting, engaging classes. And so I, I took one of those classes and it was a class on art and revolution. It was taught by Ann Harris. And it was this this really amazing class where we, <laughs> we studied the, let's see, which revolutions did we study? The Augustan Revolution, the French Revolution, and the Soviet Revolution. Mm. So we looked at the art of the time. We had these great discussions. And it was just kind of... Um, it just it like broke my brain. It was so cool, <laughs> and that's I didn't I didn't know much about art history. I knew their museum, so I didn't understand that there was a whole field of just art history. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so I changed my <laughs> my major. That kitty likes um, you. Yeah, it's a great kitty. Get some love. <laughs> so I changed my major and um, ended up double majoring in English and art history. And after that, I wasn't quite sure what I was going to do. I did an internship at the local county museum. And then um, I found out there's this arts administration program at IU Bloomington. And it's a a broad program. It's not specifically for museums. There are museum studies programs, Mm -hmm. um, but this was arts administration. And so I took courses on 
opera management and performing arts center management and mm. fi- accounting. <laughs> that accounting class was really tough. Um, <laughs> also <laughs> really great for me. Uh, I, I kind of regret to say really good for me in the long run. Mm-hmm. Um, I took fun development. So I could have worked with that degree. I could have worked at any um, arts organization. Mm-hmm. But around that time that I graduated, there was a position at the Indianapolis Museum of Art for an exhibitions coordinator. And it was just the perfect, I love I love a list. I love organizing. I love budgets. And that was that was kind of the field I fell into immediately, which was excellent. It was perfect. So oh, that's perfect. Wow. That's how I ended up doing kind of exhibition work and project management for art museums. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So cool. when you when you say collection, so you actually find the pieces to put in the ex- exhibitions. So the collections piece is the permanent collection of the ex- of the museum. Oh, so okay. The objects that we collect and hold right. for the people of Washington here at, at the mm-hmm. Mac. Mm-hmm. And um, so the collections work is really about the, you know, we have curators who add to the collection, who review the collection, who care for the collection. Um, so it's, it's all about, you know, the objects, and in our, ca- our case, we have objects and we have archives. So we have huge holdings in our archives as well. Mm. Um, so it's about choosing things and um, finding things that tell the story that you're wanting to tell and meet your mission and your values and all of that. Mm-hmm. And then taking really good care of them. Right. <laughs> yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Right. Well, I think the Mac does such a great job. And, you know, having grown up in outside of Washington, D.C., the Smithsonian, I'm all about the Smithsonian, and the Mac is Smithsonian quality and partners. Mm-hmm. It's a partnership. Isn't that correct? It's How a, do, yeah, it's a, an affiliation program. An affiliation mm-hmm. program, right. And so that, to me, that just says quality, mm-hmm. which is awesome it and is we have we have great people at the mac <laughs> yeah that's great and you're in a great location because the browns edition is just such a premier spot in spokane it's beautiful and every day when i walk out to my car i go out through the the parking lot and go down mm-hmm. to the garage and you can see mount spokane from the parking lot it's just every day i go outside and just kind of go like Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. this is where I live. <laughs> I live in morning here. commute. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty nice. So right. gorgeous. Wow. Hi, I'm Marilee Wallace, a board member of the Coeur d'Alene Arts and Culture Alliance and the owner of NIA, the North Idaho Alliance. We specialize in connecting women of all ages, experience, and backgrounds in our community. One of the ways to do this is at our annual Onward and Upward Women's Conference, and it's coming up on May 25th. Our speakers are amazing, so you don't want to miss this. Tickets are on sale at Eventbrite, and they're just $79 for the entire day. On your web browser, type in Onward and Upward Women's Conference 22. And if you still can't find us, talk to Allie and Callie. They can tell you how to find us. We'll look forward to seeing you on May 25th at the Onward and Upward Women's Conference. And oh, Men are welcome, so feel free to bring them. So I have actually, my husband and I, um, it is the one thing that I can get him to go out and do is go to the Mac because um, we love it there. And um, we've been to the Downton Abbey exhibit, which was really exciting because we watched all of sh- those shows and those were the actual costumes that they wore. And while we were there, we um, saw the 
I think it was the Plains Indian Notable Women exhibit, um, and uh, we actually just interviewed Leanne Campbell mm-hmm. a couple of weeks oh, ago. Great. And yeah, um, so I haven't been to the DreamWorks exhibit, but we do plan to go. So can you tell us a little bit about that exhibit? Sure. It is DreamWorks Animation, the exhibition Journey from Sketch to Screen is the full <laughs> title. Uh-huh. Um, and so there are three four areas so four main areas it takes up um, three galleries of our space plus the drawing room so it's organized into four areas the first is character where you look at how dreamworks artists develop the characters in the ex- the in the films mm-hmm. <laughs> excuse me in the films mm-hmm um, the next section takes you through the kind of creative process of storyboarding and pitching and, and things like that. And it's really cool. Oh, cool. Um, the biggest gallery is devoted to world where you learn more about how uh, DreamWorks artists collaborate and create these entire worlds in their films. So we have these really great models of locations in Shrek and you have a section on soundtrack in there and you have um, just all of these incredible worlds they've created are represented in that space. Mm-hmm. And then finally, we have the drawing room, which has um, a version of the software that DreamWorks artists use themselves to animate. And so we have a facilitator in that space, and you can sit down in front of a, a tablet with your little drawing pen and work on f- frames or, you know, you can just sit and just draw a static uh-huh. picture if, uh-huh. if that's more your speed. Right. Um, but that part is incredibly popular. People just love being mm. able to animate something. And, oh, that's so yeah. fun. And that's one of the things that I always loved about the Smithsonian is that there were so many interactive um, activities that kids could do as part of the exhibit. So I'm really happy to hear that the Mac is following that tradition. Yeah, there's a a great interactive called the Face Poser where there are certain characters from the films that are on a screen and you can use these sliders to change their features. And uh, my favorite thing is to just stand there and make them look as ridiculous as I can. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like a child in there. I'm just like, how weird can I make (laughs) Hiccup's face look right now? (laughs) How long is that exhibit there? It is up through September 11th. Okay. Oh, great. Good so, time. Yeah. yeah. We have plenty of time to go to visit. get there. Plenty yeah. of time to visit. It's a really big, dense exhibition. It has hundreds of objects in it. And so, you know, if you want to revisit it, it, it kind of merits visiting a couple of times, which sounds like I'm trying to sell something here, but it really, it really does. There mm-hmm. are just hundreds of works on paper. There are sketches. There are um, the maquettes. The sketches are my, my one of my favorite things because mm-hmm. it's just a chance to really see the hand of the artist and mm-hmm. see these really cool ideas that may not have even ended up in the films. Right, right, yeah. What other, um, I know you usually have other exhibits going on. Do you have anything else? We do. So right now we have Golden Harvest, which is flower sacks from our permanent collection, um, which I really um, think is really cool because it's, it, it tells the story about uh, flower sacks and of course wheat in the area, mm-hmm. but also the flower sacks themselves were a, a matter of international trade and they're really beautiful and have their own um, graphic design. That's my favorite thing about them is just seeing these different graphic designs for the flower sacks. Oh, cool. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have Awakenings, Traditional Canoes, and Calling the Salmon Home. Mm-hmm. Um, that's up, up through August 21st. And that tells the story of um, the Upper Columbia canoe journeys. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And we, in association with that, we actually have a canoe carving program going on. Through. Oh, fun! Yeah, it's wow. really cool. Um, so we every could go carve canoes. Carve canoes. <laughs> well, oh you have to sign a waiver and get some permission. <laughs> oh, okay. So that's um, every Friday and Saturday. We have carvers from the Upper Columbia United Tribes, which are five local tribes from this region. Mm-hmm. They're in our amphitheater working on two sister canoes. Um, at the end of the the projects, um, one canoe will stay with the canoe families, one canoe will come into the Max collection, mm-hmm. and both canoes will go out on a canoe journey this summer. <gasps> that, that is awesome. That is fun. It's really cool. Yeah. And the carvers always have a spokesperson there, so there's always someone you can ask questions and, and not feel like you're distracting the carvers. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> right, right. And yeah. all that. But it's really wonderful. You can go out on a, a nice day and you can... It's so relaxing. You can hear the sounds of the tools as they're carving the wood and Mm. the carvers talking to each other and you can smell the cedar and it's just all the senses. Very neat. Yeah. (laughs) I have not been to the Mac and I I don't think I've ever really been. Oh, wow. I've never had. Well, we're going to change that. Oh, yeah. So it's time. It's time. I think I went there once to audition for Z Nation. Oh. <laughs> and I went I w- somewhere downstairs and I was so like, funny. I want to come here. I just have never had. Oh, it's I don't such know. a great place. Yeah. I, just, I love it. And, and in addition to the Mac, you also have the Campbell House. Yes. Um, and that's part of the whole organization. It's part of our whole campus. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. The history of the Mac. I looked this up beforehand because I'm still learning things. Uh-huh. So <laughs> the Mac was actually founded in 1916 as the Spokane Historical Society. Um, but then in 1925, Helen Campbell Powell donated her family's home, which was Campbell House. So that mm-hmm. was Campbell House was the actual museum until 1960. And then oh, really? Built, yeah. Oh, and then they wow. built the new museum. So there are lots of people who still have memories of visiting the museum when it was inside Campbell House. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, now it's been um, restored um, with a lot of the, there are some original things that were originally there when the Campbells lived there. Mm-hmm. There are some things that are of the era, era, but it doesn't look like a museum in there anymore. It looks mm-hmm. like a, a family home. A family home, right. Yeah. And that's that's what it's looked like when I've been in there. And I love going in there and just imagining being from that era mm-hmm. and and just picturing myself especially in the kitchen oh that kitchen <laughs> that is great i love that kitchen. i love that kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> there's so much light and you have just space yeah <laughs> right it's beautiful that's beautiful i really love the especially the red poppy wallpaper wallpaper that's upstairs <laughs> oh fun <laughs> it's gorgeous <laughs> and you have to have a calling do you still have to have a calling card to go in no oh was that a <laughs> yes that was a thing where, oh. where at the at the mac you would get the calling card to go over to the campbell house and that's what they used to do in 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 the early 1900s, when you went to visit somebody, you took a calling card. So you've heard the term, you know, yeah. oh, let, here's my calling card. Mm-hmm. It's It was permission to come and visit. To come and visit. Yeah. Mm. So. We do have a, I know we have a calling card activity over there, and that's part of the tours that they talk about, the calling card. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's tradition. fun. In Brown's edition, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how does someone get a ticket? Do you have, what is the... What is the best way to go to the Mac? The best way to go to the Mac is to purchase tickets online. online. That's, of course, the, okay. the easiest way to reserve your, mm-hmm. your ticket. Um, you can also just come to the front desk. If we're not at capacity or sold out, you can usually get a ticket that way. What is capacity? 
do you know? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I know. there's probably a limit. You get too crowded. You can't experience it the same way as, you know. Yeah, there were, you know, there have been strict limits because of COVID. I just don't know specifically what right. they are. Mm-hmm. But, um, and I, I don't know what the current But it'd probably is. be online. If you can't get a ticket, it means it's probably full. It means it's right. full. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Go another day. Another and time. And I think, I mean, you pick a time to go. Yes, Isn't you pick right? a, a date and I think a, a time as well. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So clearly I'm not in visitor services. That's right. okay. That's all right. right. So let's, let's say what the website is then. It's northwestmuseum.org. Northwestmuseum.org. So don't, but if you put Mac in there, you, I, It'll probably I know you pop up. find it. If you put in, if you search for Northwest Museum or Northwest mm-hmm. Museum Spokane or Mac. I Spokane, it earlier okay. and I just put the Mac and it actually <laughs> just okay. came right up. Yeah. Well, that makes it easy. Yeah. <laughs> that makes it a lot easier. Definitely easy. Right. <laughs> Well, do you have any uh, favorite artists or or styles that that you've studied or just seen or or put together as an exhibit? Yeah. What's your favorite? So, you know, I talked about that that class that I took where we studied the different revolutions. So, mm-hmm. from that class, we studied the Soviet Revolution, and I really loved um, the art, the, the avant-garde art that was being produced at that time. Mm-hmm. And so my senior thesis was actually on two of those artists, Varvara Stepanova and Lyubov Popova, um, who were women artists and they were these avant-garde artists and they were doing things like textile designs and theater costumes and, mm. um, you know, ceramic designs. And, and what I really loved about it is these artists really believed they were changing the world. They thought that they're going to revolutionize the world, the way society functions. And so I have to try not to romanticize it because I just get <laughs> excited about it. Cause yeah. It was it's just, okay to romanticize it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it didn't end well for everyone. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but the, they were just really incredible artists and, mm-hmm. um, there's just these really incredible textile designs that they made that I just really love. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, uh, I've, I've noticed when I go to museums and galleries, sometimes I'll be drawn to a, a seascape and I'll be like, what, what's going on with this? And I look at it and it's a Winslow Homer and I don't know what that is, but something about that. I wouldn't say he's my favorite artist, but I've just, it's just something I've picked up on that uh-huh. he does some. That you so always recognize. Catches yeah. your eye. Isn't that funny? Well, it is really funny when you start to recognize artists and, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you're, even if you're not familiar with the painting, you know, there, sometimes you'll see something and I go, oh, that's a, that's an Edward Hopper. And you don't, you've never, rec- you don't, we don't know the painting, but mm-hmm. it's just kind of, mm-hmm. there's something kind of nice about recognizing something in a painting that seems familiar or you know I just like finding something new just going through a gallery and seeing what what appeals to you or what's interesting or you know there's a lot of humor in in art too so I like anything that's funny right (laughs) right appeals to me yeah (laughs) I have a funny story about um going to galleries so I grew up with an artistic mom she that's what we did and um when I was dating my husband, we went to uh, Seattle, and we went to the Seattle Art Museum, and uh, they there happened to be the William S. Paley collection there, which was a collection of uh, the great Impressionists, mm-hmm. and it was a very powerful show. We went through it, and... Um, and we were exhausted when we came out. It was so amazing. And um, my husband says, wow, that's the first art gallery I've ever been to. <laughs> and I said, well, honey, it's all downhill. 
You started at the top. Yep, you started at the top. <laughs> Surprise. Oh, wow. Just think how much art you've exposed him to. I know. Oh. He'd never been to an opera before. I he'd never know. been to a, In fact, he'd never been to a performance on stage before. Oh, wow. So, yeah, we've, we've opened his eyes there to the culture. <laughs> and does he like going to those things now? Um, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes not. It just depends. It depends. It depends. It's okay. I don't so always like going if to. If you had your chance to go to any museum in the world, what museum would it be? Oh, gosh. Um, I would really love to get over to Russia to see some of those, those some of those things I was talking about, those, mm-hmm. those avant-garde pieces. Um from Russia are held in museums in Russia. You mm-hmm. can't really go there right no. now. Right. Um, but I'd love to, to see those collections. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I mean, any, I've been lucky to be able to travel for work and um, I just, I love being able to go through museums throughout the world. And, and what are some of the notable ones that you've been to? The notable ones. Uh, I went to the, there was a, oh gosh, what was it? Guggenheim in Malaga in Spain, which is a, a little port city. I'm going to feel terrible if it's not actually a Guggenheim. Um, <laughs> close enough. But, close enough. <laughs> we don't know, so it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm like, oh, I've got to look it up. It's all It'll right. bug me forever. Um, but they have um, these, you know, individual museums in different cities spread mm-hmm. throughout. And so their collection is spread throughout that space. Mm-hmm. And they have this really cool building and they have... Um, uh, later Frank Stella that was really cool they had a recreation of Vladimir Totland's monument to the third international which was an architecture design that I studied in school that had it was this tower that looked like it was leaning and had different parts that rotated and they had a model that actually had the tower rotating oh that's really fun. cool oh, yeah. wow yeah really really cool um uh, I also like to, sometimes I get a little tired of art museums, and so I also really like to go to natural history museums. Mm-hmm. And go, oh, yeah. Yeah. I love a gem hall, a gem hall or oh, a mineral boy. hall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Have you ever been to Denver's? Yes, it's really good. It's a really good one. I actually, <laughs> it's funny, we used to go there all the time because I'm, I'm originally from Denver, and the... Uh, they have the planetarium there too. Mm-hmm. So, and my dad's Love a geologist, a so oh. we always went to the gem room. <laughs> let me tell you. Mm-hmm. But uh, the planetarium was uh, when I was thirteen. I was one of the voices for one of the planetarium oh. shows. <laughs> so we went there a lot because I had to do a couple rehearsals, and so there was a. I I want to say I went there for like a week nonstop, and I just every room was just so fun you know even the just the exhibitions not only just having you know some history of times and eras and everything but like the paintings behind the exhibits and I'm like somebody did that 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 isn't just a poster Mm -hmm. somebody painted that and then just the detail into each exhibition and uh and then to actually see some of the actual dinosaur fossils and just all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. yeah i love a natural history museum too oh, yeah. that's cool i love <laughs> I the know. art too i love everything about it you know i'm i miss it i mean i want to see right. see some more well every time <laughs> i go back to virginia and we go to the smithsonian i always have to go to the natural history museum and see the elephant I, and, yeah. the, and the blue whale oh yeah, yeah. i have oh, not done they, that yet they, that's just tradition. And yeah. the Hope Diamond. I was going to say, and the jewelry, right? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the yeah. Hope Diamond is up there. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's huge. It, it should, yeah, <laughs> very big. We're going to take a break. Okay. 27, 22 is high.
Yeah, because we have a very low battery. <laughs> oh, we're dying. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Yeah. I wonder if of Matt course. Is, is Matt still here? No, no he just left. Oh no, darn it. Get a picture of this cat being <laughs> in my lap. That <laughs> cat's like, okay. oh, I'm just in heaven. This is great. Nobody would let me sit on my hand. I know oh, that. He's like, you yeah. <laughs> the other one's just That's zonked. very gracious of you to yeah. let her, him or her. Yeah, I know. Be there. This guy, he just... <laughs> Keeping him from he's, chewing on your cord. Yeah, he's content. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. <laughs> he just was all. A way to plug a into plug. that. <laughs> I can help you look, yeah, I guess. Fuzzy. <laughs> See a plug? Oh, Woo-hoo. yay. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> right. No, yeah. it doesn't look like it. And just... Just remember where yeah. it is so you can put like, it right back. All the cords are not plugged in. Okay, so um, we should talk about the traveling exhibit. Yeah, we should talk about the traveling exhibit and um, and what's new and coming the to the map. Oh, yeah. I would, th- I would love to know the answer. Mm-hmm. To that. Sure. Do you want me to go ahead and start now or wait until you get plugged in? Yeah, wait. <laughs> plugged in. Wait. Yeah. Reach out to, oh, son of a nutcracker. Uh-oh. <laughs> Plug. Yeah. Flip the switch. Flip this, the switch up here. Switch? Just try that. This switch? Up. This yeah, just see. No. Uh-oh. Mm. No. Hey, Is there some place that you could take that cord over here and plug it in? Because this is clearly plugged into something. Oh, yeah. The lamp is plugged in. Yeah, there's something. There's some stuff going under this rug. I should have sketched this out. This should be plugged in. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. No, not you. You stay, bud. I'm happy. (laughs) Don't go investigate. Don't make noise. Big guy. <laughs> He's so sweet. He is knocked out. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, okay. So. There we go. Yay! Woo! You did it. All right. You saved my cord. Yeah. Okay, so whenever you guys are ready. Okay. Okay. We're at, we're at 30. Oh, okay, okay. great. Yeah. Good. So, how. Do you choose your new exhibits and where do they come from? So we have kind of a, a little process. We want to look at, um, you know, the shows that are coming. So there are organizations that tour exhibitions for museums. There are also museums that tour their own exhibitions. Mm-hmm. Um, often they'll reach out on their own with kind of a pitch sheet, a proposal or a mm-hmm. prospectus saying, hey, we're touring this show. It's this many objects. Here's the thesis behind it. Here are the requirements. Here are the costs. And so when you, you take a look at those and you look at your how it fits in with your 
kind of your schedule? Is this a good fit for right now? Is the content a good fit? Is, mm-hmm. Do we have a good mix going on? Um, is this filling some need that we have? Um, you look at when it's available because sometimes you can't get something even though you really love it. Right. Because <laughs> right. you just don't have space in your calendar or you're, you don't have the right gallery space available at the time. And of course, you have to look at your budget too and see if mm-hmm. that's the sort of project you can afford to take on right now. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then it's a lot of negotiation. <laughs> right, a lot sure. Of, you know, asking, okay, what if we did this? And you have to negotiate the contract. And then after all of that, you know, it's a lot of kind of standard project management stuff where you're working on where th- how, how the show fits into your galleries. So we mm-hmm. could put this piece here and we've got this AV and we've got a monitor that needs to go here. And how does that all, all work? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have to coordinate all the shipments with your registration department and make sure that you can meet security requirements and all those logistics. Um, so it doesn't just magically no. appear. That's why she has the lists, right? <laughs> the lists. The lists. <laughs> right. So many, so many so lists. So many lists. <laughs> so many lists. So it, it, it can look like magic, but it's a lot of a lot of people's work going into it. But then at the end of the day, you get something really cool, like mm-hmm. DreamWorks coming here mm-hmm. from Australia. But um, yeah, it's a lot of logistics leading up to it. And that's not even getting into the stuff that I don't touch, like um, fundraising and marketing, which is right. a whole other part of that's it. That's a whole other. <laughs> Somebody yeah. else can do that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so what new exhibits are up and coming? So we've talked about the ones that we have on view, but coming up... Um, um, this fall, we have Dancing with Life, Mexican Masks. That's opening in <gasps> September. Ooh, fun. Yeah. That one's really great. It um, looks at uh, the historic collection, but also some new Mexican masks um, mm-hmm. and the the tradition of um, these dances and these masks and regalia being worn and the ways that um, that tradition is still ongoing, that it's not kind of an old an old tradition it's something that is alive and responds to contemporary issues and um so it's going to be really cool also the masks are very very cool yeah that's awesome (laughs) and then uh in october we're opening american impressionism treasures from the daywood collection which will have um about 41 paintings from the late 19th and early 20th centuries um of course american impressionism Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so that'll be a great show too yeah i bet that would be a good one to yeah see. and then just coming up in the spring and summer of course there's an opportunity for um, revisiting dreamworks of course mm-hmm. um, and then of course the golden harvest continues through the summer as does awakenings right. right the canoe carving goes through memorial day weekend we'll also have a, a lot of programs coming up so we'll have dreamworks films we'll have opera we'll have shakespeare we'll have outdoor movies um also, our cafe is open again. That's something I'm personally really Yay. excited about. Yay! Kind of closed down for um, quite a while. I think mm-hmm. it was closed for about two years with COVID. Right. So mm-hmm. it's open um, Wednesday through Sunday from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. now. So a lot oh, of people good. don't know that yet. But Oh, that's good to know. Yeah, we have a great staff. We have pastries and bagels and sandwiches and mm-hmm. doma coffee and mm-hmm. it's 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 great i'm so happy it's there <laughs> somewhere to eat yeah right. <laughs> and just generally people can visit our website or facebook events for more details there's mm-hmm. there's so so much to do our programming team is really busy right and then you also have um uh 
Art is it Art Fest? Yes, Art yes, Fest is coming Art up Fest in June. Is, yes, 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 I love Art Fest. Good, good. Yeah. It's returning to the Max campus this year. So Yay! It'll be on our campus, our team's really hard at work at, at that. But that I think is the first weekend in June. Mm-hmm. That sounds that sounds right. Yes. Um, years and years. <laughs> I mean, a long time ago, uh, I went to uh, Art Fest on the Mac campus, and Harold Blaze was there, oh. and I really wanted to buy this piece of his, but he didn't take credit cards, and that's all I had. Mm. And so he said, "Here, just take it with you," and he wrote a receipt with the address to mail a check to him, and I took it home. And I'm telling you, I sent that check the minute that I got home. Yeah. But I I was so impressed with that man. Mm-hmm. And then I, I had the honor of working with him um, years later with Art on the Green. But um, that is, every time I think of Art Fest, I think of that story. Aww. Yeah, that's it was pretty special. That's cool. Yeah, it's going to be really great. We're really excited for it with, you know on campus in summer it's going to be great to be outside Mm -hmm. and have all these artists and activities and it's going to be incredible it's a pretty fun event hey y'all it's Jason from Tubbs Coffee Roasters we are North Idaho's specialty coffee roaster we are homegrown and we are local we love coffee and we love our community especially Allie and Callie in ArtCast We have a retail space in our roastery in Hayden, and we can also be found on the shelves at Super One and Yolks. And if you like to buy coffee online, we do offer subscriptions. You can find us at TubbsCoffeeRoasters.com. Support arts and culture and your local roaster. That's all. So, uh, uh, you know, another funny story, because I have a ton of them. Um, (laughs) I'm always going home with a new art piece and um i told my husband i tell him all the time actually you know one day we will put our collection in an exhibit (laughs) and it will be called the kevin and ally shoot collection and he just rolls his eyes (laughs) (laughs) you've got some good stuff i know we do roll he He shouldn't he shouldn't roll right he should be proud he should but got all that great art right he's like he just he just looks at oh how much did you spend on that (laughs) (laughs) it is an investment (laughs) i know oh my gosh well, it's been great talking with you. I know. Excited, and I will get to the Mac. Yes, yes. you will. Let yeah. me know when you come by. Yeah, I will. My um, niece is a huge DreamWorks. I think there was a time she wanted to be an animator, and I, I thought she was going to go. So I'll have to double check in with her and say, okay, if you haven't gone, let's go. Because I think she'd be one of those people who'd be there all day, you know, mm-hmm. and like never leave and just drawing, 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 and does that computer drawing, whatever that's called, you know. Yeah. <laughs> computer drawing. Computer drawing. <laughs> that's what I call it. <laughs> I'm so with it. You are. <laughs> yeah. How old is she? She's actually, she's 20, 20, 21. Ooh, I've lost track. Yeah, yeah. I think she's 20. There's a lot in DreamWorks for everyone of different ages. So there's some things yeah. that appeal to very young kids. Right. If you've got like an art teenager, there's a mm-hmm. lot of stuff yeah. that can appeal to you there. Yeah. I feel like the sketches are very appealing for, oh, yeah. for kind of an older Yeah. She um, would love that. Range. Yeah. yeah. I bet my son Connor and his wife Lynn would love to go because they're yeah. both illustrators. Oh, yeah, they would yes. probably love it. So, yeah. and they're coming in June, so yeah. I could 
probably yeah. get them over there. Yes. Definitely. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, we got to check it out. Yeah. So how do you get tickets? What's the website? One more time. It's northwestmuseum.org. So easy. <laughs> so easy. And you can also just look up the Mac. The yeah. Mac. You can just look up the Mac. Apparently, because that's what Allie did. That's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> and we're on Facebook and Instagram, too. So that's right. If you visit, you know, tag us. <laughs> and they're in a great location, the Browns right. Edition. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And spring has sprung. And there's some great restaurants in addition to the cafe that's open. There's some that's great right. restaurants in the, Browns the edition, in the Browns Edition. Yeah, right across the way. Yeah. yeah. So how much, uh, about how much does it cost to get into the MAC and see these exhibits? Yeah, so while DreamWorks is on, uh, tickets are $20 for adults, $18 for seniors, $18 for college students with ID, $15 for children um, 6 to 17, and children 5 and under are free. But mm-hmm. museum members receive free admissions. So oh. oh. It's a really great time for a membership. <laughs> Become right. a member. Become a member. Because then you can see all this for free. That's right. I love that. How much is the membership? Individual memberships are $50 for an adult, $40 for seniors, and $35 for teachers and students. Um, A household membership for two individuals plus up to three others within the same household is $85. Okay. That's awesome. That's not bad. Yeah, no, that's, that's great. That's reasonable. Very and reasonable. And then you can supporting. just come back again and again and again. That's right. That's, that's where it's at. Yeah, that's where it's at. <laughs> I, sure. think, I think that's what I'm going to go do. Yeah, become a member. Yeah. Well, Kayla, we really appreciate you coming and, and sitting in this really cool space and talking about the Mac and, and about your background. And it's so fascinating to learn about why people go into the worlds that they do (laughs) your journey is uh pretty exciting actually yeah (laughs) yeah i get used to it so i don't realize yeah right actually kind of (laughs) it still has a little bit of interesting stuff going on yeah Um, but thank you for having me on yeah and welcome to the northwest thank you it's great to be here i know you haven't been here that long i have not so i'll take yep you're not in indiana uh, anymore (laughs) yeah this is not indiana it's a lot of a lot more pine trees here a lot more pine trees (laughs) (laughs) well make sure you go check out the mac because there's several exhibitions there right now that are going to be there throughout the summer mm-hmm. we've got art fest it sounds like there's so many things going so on so much going check on. out the website and uh, really see the so arts what? and culture that's happening in spokane right yep so, so all right well i'm Allie, and i'm callie and whatever you do today make sure it's creative The Allie and Callie Artcast is a program of the Coeur d'Alene Arts and Culture Alliance and is sponsored by NIA, North Idaho Alliance, a woman-based leadership organization designed to inspire, uplift, and impact your community and lives. And Tubbs Coffee Roasters, globally sourced, locally roasted coffee.